of Us, Season 1, Episode 3, I forgot to look up the title of the episode, A Long Long Time, that's what it was, is over, but we are just getting started, or just finishing up here on Post Show Recaps. I'm Brooklyn Zed, here with my co-host, Jess Sterling, talking about the video game, uh, and also the television show, which this week are two different entities entirely, centering around the same character, who live two different lives, depending on which experience you had. What do you think, Jess? Yeah, um, I gotta say, I, I, lo- the episode watching the episode wrecked me. Uh, as as we all know, I watched the episode first and then played the video game, and um, the episode completely wrecked my emotional state of being. Uh, <laughs> I'm still thinking about it, uh, and I, I haven't. I want to rewatch it. I just have to like gear myself up to do it because it was just heartbreaking um but i i don't know what do you think like i i thought they took entity like you know little bits and pieces from the game and really like went all out in the show and i think if you have nick offerman you kind of like you kind of have to do that you know yeah uh it was like a character study of this guy that I spent a bunch of time within the game, um, but in this context, you really would spend no time with at all. And the show is really using uh, its own structure of being able to do these flashbacks to dig into characters in a different way. I really liked that we got to see the scene with Joel and Tess um, coming to visit them. That was especially cool. Yeah, Uh, Especially because Tess, I was like, whoa, Tess is like very clean. (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was so much earlier um i didn't watch the episode until yesterday because as folks may remember i was on vacation Mm -hmm. uh and as soon as the episode was out there were all these headlines about how devastating it was especially uh in queer communities and and my partner and i were all like "Mm, not on vacation maybe we'll wait to cry later uh and i watched it yesterday and so i was vaguely emotionally prepared for what was going to happen yeah um so i think i i came into the episode with a little more emotional armor than a lot of people had but it certainly still uh made me cry quite a bit yeah it was a rough one but on the other hand i think i I don't know uh i think we kind of needed it given that if they had if they had chosen to go the path of the game where frank we don't even meet frank we just know that he existed and we know that him and bill were partners and they ended on like such a bad note where they're broken up and frank is gonna try to get out of town with this car battery and gets bitten and you know um, decides that he doesn't want to turn and so he's going to take his you know life into his own hands um, it's very sad it's very it's like it's it's worse it's worse than the show in that it's very very dark and I think that uh, it reminds me a bit of like The Leftovers which another HBO show where sometimes it could be a little too dark and a little too um sad and I feel like you kind of needed the little itty bit of hope that we got with the show where at the very least Bill and Frank ended up with like, you know, it was a, a a happy existence for the time that they had together, you know? Yeah. They had a good life together for close to 20 years. I think, I think that's, Um, yeah, roughly. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I don't remember exactly when Bill found Frank, but it was then in 2020. It was obviously after Outbreak Day, um, but pretty early on, it seems. And yeah. then just shortly before our present moment in the show that uh, the two of them were no longer with us. Uh, I did not. So because I played the game first, yeah. um, and obviously we have no Frank in the game, I thought that all of this was leading up to Bill being on his own and eventually we were still going to get Joel and Ellie meeting up with, you know, crazy Bill who's been living alone for so long. Um, And uh, that didn't happen. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's... It's tricky. So uh, just to to give everyone a heads up, because you played the game first, I played a little bit more of the game than you did this week, given that I knew by the like, obviously, by the end of the episode, Bill is no more. And so Bill chapter, I was done. I was done with the Bill chapter. Yeah. Um, so you still have some stuff to, to find out in the game that I already know. So I will keep that a secret. But um, I did think that it was interesting that, in my opinion, they made Bill a lot softer, a lot more likable in the show than he is in the game. He's very rough in the game. Like, he is, he has no patience for anyone. He does not suffer fools. Ellie is, like, pisses him off constantly. I, so I loved Bill in the game. It took me, like, a couple minutes to warm up to him. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I'm all in on this guy. He knows what he's doing. He's got all his stuff set up. Um, And towards the end of my playthrough last week, uh, folks told me that it was Nick Offerman. And I was like, oh, I can't wait. This is going to be great. Perfect character for him. He gets to be, you know, the survivalist guy that he like always is. Yeah. Uh, But he'll get to be all sassy with Ellie. And I couldn't wait. And then I am I am very bummed. And I know other folks have expressed this as well, that we didn't get any Bill and Ellie interactions in the show, especially given how she's written in the show to be so fiery. They w- it would have been a really fun interaction to witness for sure. I I think it's funny because I think it's interesting because we're having different experiences with you playing first. Uh, because I watched the show first and Nick Offerman was my first introduction to Bill. Um, and yes, he starts off very gruff and, and difficult and stuck in his ways. Frank softens him up quite a bit over the years that they're together. He makes many concessions that he wouldn't otherwise make. He never would even meet Joel or Tess if not for Frank. Um, and so I think it's interesting that then we get to the game and it's the the way he acts is much more of the pre-Frank um bill and i had a tougher time liking him in the game because nick i mean how you not gonna like nick offerman um nick offerman portrayed such a a softer more emotional bill that when i watched the game bill it felt much more straightforward and very gruff and rough and like i was and like difficult you know i appreciate Mm -hmm. listen i appreciate him for the number of infected people he killed because (laughs) my guy helped out big time um but i still felt like oh i i love the nick offerman version much more um so i it's really interesting because as i was playing and we're kind of running around i made a very specific comment i was re-watching my stream uh the other day trying to cut clips for a highlight reel um and i made a comment about how he talks to himself 
Mm -hmm. uh, and that that's like a great character beat of someone who's been living alone for a long time is that they talk to themselves because there's no one else to talk to. Uh, yeah. So that felt like such a specific choice. And then here, obviously, it's uh, the opposite in the show that he he was never really alone. You know, he'd been alone for a little bit at the very start. Um seemingly quite content though like if there was a the kind of person who could like live their best life on their own it's it's bill uh but then he spent his whole pandemic existence really uh with another person so i thought that was a major change in his uh his bearing and his attitude which is like what you're talking about yeah i think if because i i want to say gosh i'd have to like rewatch re the episode but I feel like he was alone for a little bit in terms of like maybe a year or two or something like that, which obviously um, not to bring up the obvious, but we all have experienced like at least a few months mostly alone, whether or not we lived with a partner or a roommate or anything during COVID um, during quarantine. We all like existed in a state of not seeing a ton of people. And like, I feel like we all have at least a little bit of an understanding of like how difficult that is to 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 live a solitude lifestyle and while bill is like surviving during that time like i certainly would not say he's like thriving and i think it's very interesting to see the differences between like this is what it looks like when someone is completely on their own and how jaded and sarcastic and like not that you can't be those things without living alone but but like how how hard it is for him to like be able to interact with other people after living al alone for so long in the game um and how much he changes because of frank and because he does make these like right frank what is it frank wants to like paint some of the buildings on the street and yeah. and and bill is just like i don't want to waste supplies like we're gonna have to go get the supplies which is dangerous like we don't make these like unnecessary runs outside of here but like Frank's whole point is why why are why bother living if we can't like enjoy what's around us? Mm -hmm. um, and I just said it's such a interesting character study, um, especially when you're comparing Joel to those characters. And like I don't know, there there's a bit of Bill and Joel um, before he meets Ellie. He certainly is not like let me take on this child and like help her to safety. You know, he's not like volunteering to do this, right? It's a it's a business transaction. Yeah. Um, and I think we are perhaps starting to see that shift a little bit as uh, as the time goes on. And he's like, well, now this is I, I just have this kid um, and we kind of only have each other to accomplish whatever we're going to do. Uh, it was a very convenient way to get a car at the at the end of this, like, long emotional episode. It's like, OK, well, I left you a car key because what you were going to need is a, like mechanically in the game. What you're going to need is a car. So here's a car for yeah. you. Um, so let's talk about uh, the gameplay experience a bit, since I know folks have talked about the episode on the network quite a bit mm -hmm. over the course of the week. Um, and what they won't have really talked about is the game that we played that was completely different. Um, yeah. So I had started this week a little further than you because you hadn't yet done the like swimming in the spores, sunken train situation. Yes. Yeah. So how did that go for you? It wasn't awful. Um, I honestly I felt like I was able to guess what I had to do pretty easily where I'm like, well, they gave me this swim mechanic, which means I'm gonna have to dive underwater. But the issue, of course, is that Ellie can't swim. 
which honestly amazing spectacular character beat it makes a ton of sense um i kind of like that as like a difficult you know side thing um but i was able i was able to figure out pretty easily that i needed to um grab that like platform for her to like slide her around on um i didn't find that part to be difficult but i did i did love that we do get a note um from frank in this section i don't know if you ran into the note um in in somewhere I'm sure if i did it did not ping as anything important as, to me of course because you wouldn't have known who the heck frank was at the moment yeah yeah there's this note that you get um when you're in the in the watery area that is signed from frank and i believe it talks about like the agreement that they have with with tess and joel about exchanging goods um and so i just thought it was like a fun little detail because like, like i said at that point i knew who frank was um but yeah i didn't i didn't fare too badly in this i actually thought it was like not i thought it would be worse uh based on like your uh your your talk about it so it didn't bother me too too much i i think difficulty level wise this was like the easier portion when we're looking at everything we had to do this jump. yeah for sure it's not difficult from like a combat standpoint it's more like a figuring out how to navigate where to go yeah. um and folks who listen to the yeah, and folks who've listened to the Final Fantasy podcast will know that this was kind of similar to, like, literally a train graveyard, which is the location in Final Fantasy VII that I have the hardest time navigating. Um, and so it was very funny to sort of encounter the same environment of, like, yeah. these trains that sometimes you have to go on top of them, and sometimes you have to go in them, and sometimes you have to go under them, and it's never totally clear Uh which way is going to be right yeah. and sometimes you swim through one and you have to turn back around because that's a dead end and you can't get to the next place um at one point i got up onto the side like you know walkway where ellie was but then ellie got in front of me and i like couldn't get anywhere because she like wasn't <sighs> moving and i'm like shoving her down this walkway and i was like girl you can't swim get out of the way if I had a nickel for every time an NPC got in my way. Listen, I love these characters, okay? It's very obvious. Ellie is great. Ellie likes gnomes. I like gnomes. Ellie is snarky. Ellie is sarcastic. She's wonderful. Get out of my way. There are times when I die because they won't move. And I understand. <laughs> they. I understand. I understand they can't get me caught. Yes, I get it. But you know what? They still get me killed because like there's a moment you haven't gotten to it yet, but it's fine. It's not, this isn't a spoiler where I went to, there was a clicker, I believe. Yeah, it was a clicker who I was at. No, 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 sorry. It was a runner where I, you know, you click the triangle to, to grab them and then a uh, square to strangle them. I didn't want to waste a shiv. So I was like, I'm going to grab them and strangle them. Well, Bill decided he was going to walk in front of me in that exact <laughs> moment. And so instead I started fighting them, which like notified everything else around that there was a fight going on. And then I was just like mobbed. So yeah. there are just instances where I'm like, can you, can you just like scoot over a little bit? Can you just move out of my way so that I can help you? Yeah. Yeah. Or you get to the end of the gym, uh, which we'll talk. Oh, we'll talk about the oh, gym. Yeah. Um, and they're up on top of the bleachers and then they're like, oh, fight those guys. <laughs> Bill, you have a gun, my guy. Like, come on down. And Bill is like, come on, there's only one left. Finish it up. And I'm like, hey, are, uh, who's doing the work here? Shut yeah. up. Yeah, you could help, my guy. You could help. You could climb yeah. down. You could shoot. You could strangle. Like, we know you've lived this long. You, We know you've killed things, Bill. 
Yeah. yeah. Like, leave Ellie up there. She's a child. one coming through the window right in the face, and it is so gross. That incredible. part was... The, and it's what makes it worse is like the noises too, because it's just like the dripping and the like soggy noises. Yeah. I yeah. definitely clipped it on my stream because I literally just went, <laughs> yeah, for so long because it like keeps dripping and it's just like very visceral in a really yeah. disgusting but kind of hilarious way. Yeah, this game is very graphic. Um, I thought I had already experienced some of the worst Joel deaths, but we'll get into the worst one <sighs> yet. Um, but yeah, I did like, I will say, I thought it was really refreshing to be kind of like in the forested areas. Um, I really enjoyed that aspect of being like outside of the city because um, uh, immediately I felt a little safer. <laughs> for Yeah, no that was reason. one of my first comments at the start of my playthrough this week is like, God, it's just so nice to like see sunlight. Mm -hmm. Um and there were also like occasional moments in this episode where it was like, oh, I'm not running from something. I am just like trying yes. to get to the next place, but there's not something lurking around the corner. Um, and it was sort of like the first time you could breathe in, for, in the game for a minute and be like, okay, yeah. we're just walking. We're just going to walk a little bit. There was a lot of little like ambling around where like this is prime looking for stuff territory. Like we're finding stuff every five seconds. I got to the point. I think I've gotten to the point in this game where um, it's very obvious to me I'm playing on easy mode because I am I am full up on health things. I am full up on ammo. I am full up on shivs. I am full up on Molotov cocktails. Like wow. I can't, I have so many supplies. I can't make enough of the, like it only lets you carry like three at a time. Yeah. Which I have questions because I can carry like 17 guns as well as a well, bow and arrow. You, part of it is I think you have to use um, what I'm calling the skill pills. Uh, to upgrade. To, to yeah. do upgrades so that you can carry more stuff. Um, which I think I did not look at this past week. Uh, I was a little busy <laughs> fighting things. Um, yeah. But I, I even ran into that one. It's gall or nothing, feast or famine for me of either like I'm full up on med kits and then I'm finding cans of food or I'm out and I have nothing and there is nothing around and now I'm screwed yeah. because my health is too low and I keep dying and having to restart with my low health and yeah. no way to fix it. Yeah, the problem I the problem I have is more of just like I see you have a backpack, Joel. Put that snack in your What's back. What's in it? Yeah, put that snack back there. We got a can. You you're telling me if we're in an apocalypse situation, you're not finding space to put the can in your bag for later. I don't believe yeah. it, Joel. I don't believe it. Get with get your, it to your, Ellie. Your, your three guns, your metal pipe, your bow and arrows. Yeah. You got stuff dangling from everywhere, and yet we can't shove a granola hold, bar in your bag. Just hold it. Just hold it. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is prime looking for stuff territory. Uh, like I found so like just so much of ev everything. Were you able to, once we get to the part of town where there's like the record store, Oh, I ran in every building that I could go in. Did you get the stuff out of the safe? Because there was a um, there was a safe where like you had to find. Oh, and I had the I no, I didn't. And I I read the note where you got the, um, the combo combination for it too. So there was and a no. safe by in that same alleyway. Basically, there was a truck. And next to it was an old safe. And I found the safe first and I didn't have the combo. And then I found the combo later and went back. It was like a bunch of, I think it was like gears and, you know, scissors and pills and stuff like normal, normal stuff that you would get. 
Um, but this is this is where we're introduced to <laughs> to the the um the, the booby traps that Bill has set. Um, which I watched your stream and we had a very similar reaction to the first time we're walking down an alley and as and a, an infected walks into one of them and just explodes in front of us. Terrifying. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I watched this one explode. Um, and then I wasn't done like exploring the town. So I explored the rest of the town. And then I was like, okay, so of course, as we all know, I had my husband sitting next to me. He's like, yeah, you have to, you have to like disable the traps by like throwing something at them. Okay, great. Put that in my back pocket for later. Cause you know what? The most surprising thing about this game is how many beer bottles and bricks are just lying around. Like, I don't know what happened when everything first went down, but based on of beer bottles hanging around i feel like everyone just drank themselves into like a, a stupor and then just left beer bottles everywhere and just put, the, put the bottles down no smashing them but also no putting them in trash cans they're all just there they're there uh, they're everywhere yeah yeah so i blasted through the first one the first tripwire the first time and then the second time i ducked under it which was fine um but then when we get to the later point where there's two of them and it's like you can't go over it you can't go under it um you have to throw something at it uh i had finite resources i think i had three things i could throw and i think i failed three times yeah Um, and i ended up shooting it and probably the first time i shot it i also exploded myself i don't remember but uh you did i I (laughs) struggled thank you i struggled uh with (laughs) with the dual wire situation Um, It was weird because I felt like, and this, this could be a product of me being on easy mode, but I felt like as soon as I like aimed at it, it kind of like locked on to one of them and I was able to just chuck it and it boom, boom, both of them were gone. And I was standing far enough away that I didn't get injured. However, there was a moment maybe before this where we're still kind of learning about the, oh, there was one wire because I, I was, after the first one, I'm looking up. I'm looking for the ones that are tall so I could duck under them. And my husband is sitting next to me being like, oh, uh, ah, and I'm like, hey, let me die. Let me die if I don't see something. <laughs> Just let it happen. It's fine. And I get, I, I must have walked to one that was on the ground that you would have had to throw something at. And I didn't see that it existed. Oh, uh-huh. I exploded it and I lived. I lived through it. <laughs> it was like, I was just like, oh. I was like, what was that? He's like, that was a booby trap. I'm like, didn't even see it. Didn't, wasn't nope. on my radar at all. Yeah, those wires are really hard to see if you, especially if you don't already know to be looking for them. Yeah. Um, and the very first one, uh, the the dialogue is starting with like, you see that? And as he's saying it, I'm walking into it. Um, because <laughs> nope. no, I don't, I don't see that is the answer. Uh, and the game was a little generous with the first one of like, it injured you, but it didn't immediately kill you. Yeah. Um, but if you explode yourself on two of those wires, then yeah, you're you're gonna die. Yeah. Um Yeah, so that I was did like a fun successfully thing. uh once we meet Bill, or maybe even before that, I did throw one of those uh nail bomb things. Oh I don't really understand how they work. Uh, but there was a moment of like 
two clickers standing right next to each other. Yeah. Um, and it felt like there was no way you were going to get away with killing one without the other one then getting you. And I was like, yeah. ah, this must be the moment to use the weird nail bomb thing. Uh, and I did to great success. And that was very satisfying. Epic. Yeah. I used that a bit later. We'll talk about that because that came in handy for me personally later. Um, but yeah, so we get through this whole section where there's like the booby traps and everything. We're kind of like, I feel like I like this because we're getting an idea of who the hell Bill is before we're even meeting him. We're like, obviously, he's the one who set all these booby traps. He's very paranoid. Um, and we are seeing like different notes from him of like, make sure you lock up these gates and like, oh, this area is looking really bad. And I just I like that. Like, I already kind of figured out who Bill was before we'd even met him in game. Yeah, it's great character development of, like, his world. Uh, there's all the, like, no trespassing, I can't help you, go away. Yes, um, yeah. Attitude, which is, like, very clear and specific. Uh, yeah, and then we are going to go through the scary door where something is banging on it. And I'm like, cool, let's just not go that way. And the game's like, oh, you're going to go that way. Gotta go that way. Um, And then... uh. The thing that was banging on the door isn't even right behind the door. Which I really, did the same thing. Really irritated me. I know. I was like, um, hello? Where are okay, you? Let me just kill it now. Don't make me go find it somewhere else in the house. Yeah. Um, yeah. There, this was, it, was this the sad moment where they're like, uh, is this the house with the kid in it? Maybe this isn't that house. Where, I don't know, I, I tend to like, again, I play the looking for stuff game. I want to find anything and everything that there possibly ever is. And uh, some of the houses are sadder to me than others because it's like obvious they like left in a rush. And if there's like a baby crib to me, it's like, oh, okay, yeah. well, that's sad. Um, uh, yeah, I don't remember exactly. Um, but certain, but soon after this, uh, we're gonna end up in a booby trap uh, where we are upside down. And they were like, cool. So if you weren't uh, having a hard enough time with the game already as it was, now you're going to play the game upside down for a long time. Yeah, I watched I watched you do this um, for a while. And I was because I had wondered um, when the runners come at you and you like end up button smashing square to get them off of you for me, as well as for you, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. It auto aimed your gun on oh, their head God. or I'd still be there. <laughs> It was rough. I um, it definitely it took you a little longer, most likely because you had more um infecteds coming at you. Yeah, I also was like trying. I did occasionally try to shoot them before they got to me because I was like, this is tedious. Just like waiting for each of them to run up to me, pushing them off, and then shooting them. I was like, can I shoot any of them before they get here? And the answer with my aim is no. Um, but it 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 was a lot. There were a lot of them. Yeah. Um. I found the obvious hardest part was the clickers because they get they like come right at you and they bite you like instantly. Um, the runners to me weren't as bad, but the clickers were very annoying. And then it gets like because you think you're done, but then like, no, then the fridge falls down and then they're attacking Ellie. And so quite a few times I ended up um, losing as a result of like Ellie getting killed. Yeah, I think yeah. that happened to me once. Because uh, she's over there like, I could use a little help here. And I'm like, listen, I'm doing my best, okay? I'm working on it. 
Yeah. My, my, uh, I, I will say, I think I'm getting better at aiming the gun than I was before. And I also probably have upgraded the weapons at this point as well. So like my reload times are faster. Cause a lot of my frustration is when like, I'm like, Joel, reload the gun quicker. Come on. Like, hurry, hurry, hurry. They're coming, they're coming at us. Um, but I, I feel like I'm getting better with the gun where I was able to take some of them out before they even got to me, which was nice. But it, this definitely took me at least five times to complete, probably. Um, maybe more than that. But it was, uh, you know what, I have to admit, at the very least, it's interesting and it's different. Like, I wouldn't have thought to include this in a game where I have to shoot upside down and I'm stuck in a trap. Like, that was interesting. Yeah, it was a fun mechanic briefly. And then I was like, okay, now now, now I'm stuck. <laughs> now this is hard. Um and then you get done being upside down and you're with Bill and you're all running. Um, and then there's more. Uh, and I had a moment where I was like, okay, I need to heal because now I fought all these guys right side up. Um, and you can't heal when you're upside down, obviously. Uh, and so I go to like crouch behind a truck next to a car to heal and a body like slides down the, the roof of the car. And I think it's dead cause it's just sliding. Uh, no, it was a clicker. It gets up and I die. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, Oh, this is gross. Um, Oh, <laughs> this is going to kill me. Okay. Uh, that's where we're at. Um, but I was just happy to be right side up again. I didn't care. I was like, fine. Now I know not to stand right there. Uh, yeah, you know, I find you, it you difficult. I find it difficult to know when I'm supposed to run and when they want me to fight the things because, like, my instinct when they're going to shove a bunch of infecteds at me is to fight them and kill them. Um, but some of the dialogue, it's like built like, come on, let's go. And I'm just like, all right, bro, I will run with you, my guy. Like, come on, lead me to safety. Um, and so like once I started running, it was a bit easier, although it's I think it I just think it's like it's supposed to take you a few times because you don't know what way you're going to be running. So like you'll run into like a dead end and Bill's like somewhere else. Yeah. And he's just yelling like, come on. And I'm like, I don't know where I'm coming on to. Yeah. Maybe if we uh, had a map, maybe if we had a mini map, just saying that yeah. would be helpful. And I swear he's like, okay, we got to go to the other side of town. And you like look at a map real fast. And I'm like, a map. No. Oh, the when you find of a map, Bill's but it's not map. functionally a map. <laughs> it's like, it's a, it's a map technically, but it's certainly not like a mini map that stays in the corner of your screen. Um, and so, yeah, so this is when we're like first introduced to Bill and, uh, I feel like very different than the show because we're allowed to just like, he's like, take anything you want. And you're like, yes, prime looking for stuff. Yes. Like, tick, 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 tick. And this is when I found like the most, a bunch of bottles of alcohol. So I filled myself up on Molotov cocktails. Like it only let me have three of each thing. So like mm -hmm. I can only have three med kits, three Molotov cocktails and like three of those nail bomb things. Yeah. Uh, you know, unlimited resources, limited by what you can carry. Um, but it was nice to to know you were going to be finding lots of resources and be able to, like, pick up lots of stuff. Um, and then I think it, it builds like, you got everything you need, let's go. And I'm like, okay, I guess then I have everything I need and we'll go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and so at this point, we're just like, he's bringing us through, through different, like, parts of town 
Um, like we're basically the whole point is we need to get the supplies to to get a car started. Yeah, and, and before so, we can do that, we have to go get the guns because we're going out into territory that Bill doesn't usually travel into because there's so many infected there. Right, exactly. Um, so we end up in a graveyard, which super creepy. Um, and this is where I had finally decided I have a tier ranking of the baddies and how much I hate them and which ones I hate the most. Mm-hmm. Now we'll get into, maybe we'll talk about it in a little bit though, because we have not encountered yet in our discussion, my number one, uh, most hated baddie. Um, but this is like, I don't know. I think at a certain point, some of the clicker, a lot of them are, um, a lot of them are clickers. So you can stealth buy them and get by them. But I got very annoyed because you get to like a door in this graveyard and it's locked. And I'm like, great. I have shivs. Like, let me just, you know, these tools, this crap open. And the game's like, mm, not this door. You certainly can't. <laughs> so I leave the door and I'm like, okay, maybe I have to find a key. Like there's something going on. Not I walk 10 feet away and Bill's like, oh, I have a key for this lock. And I'm like, uh, well, that would have been helpful before, Bill. Like, come uh, on. You saw me try to open this door. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I have come to like, clickers are creepy, but they're also sort of like the easiest enemies to deal with. As long because as you're not you can, in, like, a mob situation. Yeah, because you can just walk up to them very slowly and quietly and kill them. Uh, the challenge is when there's clickers and runners in in combination yeah. because they require opposite strategies. And you can't sneak up on a clicker while there's runners around. But if you go to fight the runners, then the clicker's going to show up because it'll hear you. Yeah. Um, so that's particularly challenging. Because you can deal with, like, three runners at once and just keep punching them or whatever. Uh, but you cannot deal with multiple clickers at the same time because one of them's going to kill you. Yeah, I have upgraded my shiv. So now each shiv, I get two kills with it. Yes. I get to stab twice, which is very Yeah, they give that to you. They, like, it, you find that pretty early yeah. at a point where it's, like... You're about to encounter a lot of clickers. So uh, here, we're going to essentially double your stash. Uh, oh, you've leveled up something. Like, yeah, kind it's of like of instead nowhere. of a paring knife, they're like, here, have a carving knife instead as your shiv, uh, which is absolutely lovely. So this is when we're like exploring a different part of town. We see this like tree house. There's a pool. And this, sorry, this is where we find the house with the children's bedroom because I found a diary which was so supremely sad. I don't know if you found you encountered this. I did not. There's a boy's diary that it basically um, it's dated so that it's right before everything. Basically, it's like right around the time everything goes to hell. And mm-hmm. so it's like, oh, the, the, dad and mom are whispering again. They're but they're arguing. I can tell dad wants to leave town, but mom doesn't like it's going on and on and on. And then the very last entry is like. Dad says we're leaving town. He said we'll come back soon, but I really doubt it. And like, oh, wow. that's it. And the worst part is in this house, you see suitcases. So I'm like, I don't think they ever got out. Brutal. Um, yeah. Which is really sad because I think, I'm not sure if it was in the same house or a different house. There was like a ba- like a baby's room with like a crib and everything, uh-huh. um, which is quite brutal. But yeah, I thought it was interesting uh, that I like those little, the little touches like that of like the diaries of. Because you can kind of, in the show, they'll flash back, right? Like, we'll meet 
that little boy that tries to enter the quarantine zone and is infected and they ultimately kill in the right. game we get it through through notes yeah uh yeah i'm finding as many of the notes and things as i can but i'm also like if i find the direction that i'm supposed to be going if i like stumble across it i'm often kind of like okay well then let's keep going because yeah. otherwise i feel like i'm never gonna find it again i'm gonna go get lost somewhere and just be here forever yeah yep um and this is also when um you get the like dialogue bubble with ellie where like she wants to talk about tess but even with bill how did you what did you make of bill asking about tess and joel just not even addressing it like not even telling says like she's busy yeah and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm sure she's busy. Uh, and I was like, what is that? Like, what is that reaction? Yeah. Uh, like, she could be busy. She's a busy woman doing a lot of things. I mean, now she's gone. Um, and Joel is clearly not remotely ready to talk about it, which is perfectly understandable. Although, from what we see in the episode, I guess, well, and Bill is asking about her. So, obviously, she's someone, Bill is one of the few people who, like, knew Tess you know, Joel just, Joel is shutting down all those conversations. There will be no discussion of Tess. Yeah, I find it fascinating. It's, uh, he just, he just can't even, he can't even have a discussion about it. Um, and I, it's very, they, they do it very similarly in the show where Joel does not seem interested in, in talking about it. It's too, it's just like too hard for him, right? Like, I don't know how many people he's lost, right? We don't know how many people has he gotten close to, how many people he has he lost in this time period. I can't imagine it's a small number. Um, but I also feel like at this point, uh, he probably doesn't have many people he's close to or trusts as a result of that. You know, you lose one too many people and you're just like, all right, that's it. I'm done making bonds. Anymore. Yeah, you can't invest in this new relationship because it's probably not going to last very long in the world that they live in at this point yeah um so this is get to the high school i think we're about there unless there's anything else no, you want we... to talk about before that yeah we got some school buses school bus graveyard uh, yeah uh and is it, this is like another situation where you can't just like walk over the thing you have to like find your way around is that right yeah, you have to um at, I think it's at one point you have to get Ellie like on top of one of the school buses and then she drops down a, like a ladder and so we can get into into the school itself which I personally didn't know. <laughs> I thought the goal was to I thought we were in the running mode, you know, like we were before with Bill. I thought the goal was to run through the school. Right, right. Died immediately was like, okay, definitely <laughs> not what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> Um, yeah, and yet a well, lot of it is the the sneaking until you can kill a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. So my approach is often like you want to kill whatever you can because the less infected there are, the better in the long term. So it's I feel like the the idea is you don't want to just get away. Like if you find them, you want to get them because that's going to, you know, reduce the, the amount of infection spreading. Right. Um, whereas, you know, it's not just like a dangerous animal in the wilderness that you can get away from and then you've, yes. uh, you know, removed yourself from the situation. Um, but sometimes it does involve like running away first to be able to like get yourself set up to to take out the enemies or 
taking some of them out and then running away to heal and then coming back and taking out the rest is how I've had to do it a number of times. Yeah, definitely. And um, also, we haven't talked too much about this yet, but we did get a bow and arrow, um, which I tried almost immediately on. Um, there was a portion where we're on top of a building and a uh, there is a clicker and it can't possibly get to us. And so I thought, hey, I'll try using my bow and arrow. I'm Maybe I'm okay at it. We'll see. And then I could save ammo and just shoot the arrows. No. What ended up happening, I missed terribly. And I broke all my arrows instantly because they just like hit whatever the heck and broke. And I was like, because my husband, of course, is sitting next to me. He's like, oh, well, you can recollect the arrows if they like get stuck in the thing. And I'm like, great. This is perfect. Why not save on the ammunition? Even though I had enough of ammunition. I was like, let's save on ammunition. And I missed terribly, ended up having to use my gun anyway. And then I I lost on my, and I was like, well, that was a waste. And I don't know that I'm going to be using the bow and arrow again, but I'm assuming that if they give it to you, we're going to, going to like, we're going to have to use it at some point. Yeah. I think the, uh, the silent attack is definitely advantageous. I managed, I know where you're talking about, and I killed a clicker with the bow at that point. And people in the chat were like, Oh yeah, you can reget, you can like reclaim your arrows from the thing that you hit, but not if they go into the wall or something. Um, and it seemed huh. to be the opposite for me because there was one on the ground that I imagine had hit the thing. Yeah, and there were two in the brick wall that I was uh, that were like flashing at me that I was allowed to take back. Tell me uh, how I'm trying to hit a thing and it breaks an arrow and you can hit a brick wall and yeah, it's not I don't broken. Know. I don't know. Impressive. Um, I haven't used it again since then either, I don't think. Although I was almost out of ammo in the gym, and I don't know how well a bow and arrow would have worked against our our big boy in there, but I was on the brink of having to find out. Yeah, let's talk about that. So we walk into this next, like, corridor in the – we're in the gym, in the gymnasium of the school, and we know it's like we get one of these, like, cutscenes. And the nastiest thing I've ever seen walks through these double doors. It is called a bloater. And it is huge. It's covered in like this mushroom armor. And instantaneously, it hucks a bunch of like spore explosion at you. Yeah, I don't know. It was throwing something and I don't know what it was. And I never figured it out. And there kept being more of them. And I didn't like it. Yeah, so it's, I think they're like, I, okay, listen, I play, for anybody who knows Dungeons and Dragons, I do play a Spore Druid, and so I was like, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll have an upper hand, because I play a Spore Druid. so ironic. And yet, um, no, I really didn't like this, because as if they hit you, if you're, you don't even have to be, like, hit with it. If you're, like, in the area of effect, it, it like, reduces your HP, basically, and so right away, I was like, you know what? I got three Molotov cocktails, baby. Like, watch out. But the worst part was it was like it doesn't it, – the, the aiming. The aiming is where I struggle because mm-hmm. it can like – if you don't aim, it like locks onto the target. And again, I don't – maybe this is an easy mode thing. So I was confused because I'm like, oh, so I'm not supposed to aim this thing? Because a lot of times I would throw it and it would land like near the guy but not hit him. So it didn't do as much damage. Um, But this was the point in time where I used my Molotov cocktails the most. I think I used three of them on this guy. 
because I just didn't, I didn't, I didn't find the shooting to be effective. And he was so quick and he was kept throwing those projectiles. Yeah. Well, I kept trying to hide behind cover and that wasn't working either. I was like crouched behind random furniture in the gym and that wasn't saving me. And so the strategy eventually became like, run until you can get behind it and shoot it from behind. And then once it starts coming towards you, like run the other way um, and just keep kind of like zigzagging around the gym for as long as possible so that you can keep getting off shots, uh, you know, here and there until that finally takes it out. Um, But as soon as it came through the door, I was like, oh, I knew it because I had found the note. You probably also found um that had like the stages of infection it was like infected runner clicker and then a corner torn off the page and I was like yeah because there's gonna be another thing they don't want you to know what it is before it shows up and here it is well now I'm trying to figure out if there are like there has to be another one no like there has to be a worse one than the bloater somewhere like maybe not but I just was like there has to be a different type that we haven't run into yet of infected but maybe this. I mean, maybe if this, this is, the is what they become when they've been around for a long time, I don't. I don't know what, what else could there be. They yeah, could turn into. And they're and pretty I, nasty. I don't want to find out. I'm good. Well, well the reason I, I died a zillion times here, and the reason is because not because of necessarily the bloater. Well, it was the bloater, but like it was more so the other other enemies because there were like runners, and I don't know if there there may have been a clicker or two, but like. There were other enemies also in here. So I'd be trying to be like, let me take out the small ones first and then focus on big guy. But while I'm focusing on small ones, big guy comes up, sticks two fingers in my eye hole sockets, two fingers in my mouth, and just rips my whole head in half. Oh, like the grossest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) And it was over and over and over Yeah, uh, Mike Edwards from the Discord uh, clipped it and said Zed's first bloater death. And I thought he meant when I killed it. Uh, no, and it I went to watch died. the clip and it was when I died the first time. So yeah. it, it surprised me again because I, I didn't know what I was going to watch. It's so bad. It it's like really rips upsetting. your entire face apart. It's disturbing. And but yeah, so my my uh mode of attack was um the Molotov cocktails and I, I think I might have even used one of those nail bomb things at this point as well Smart. because I just was like the more damage I can do quicker, the the easier it is to kill. And it honestly didn't take me that many tries. I think it was because I had such a stockpile of Molotov cocktails that I was able to kill it fairly quickly. Um, but yeah, the thing that pissed me off the most was then we get Bill and Ellie up on this, like, you know, up on top of the bleachers. And that's when, like, more come out of nowhere. And they don't even help. Nope. They just sit up there and and Bill's just like, finish him off, finish him off. There's more, there's more. And you're like, guns? Anything? Anybody? Mm -hmm. No? Okay. Uh, Yeah. And my health was pretty low at that point, at least the first time. Um and I'm like trying to hide and heal and they're attacking and I'm like, and then Joel kept uh ducking into his little like crouch and hide position that he does where yeah. then you have to like sprint away to get him out of it so that you can even go back oh, to attacking, which is really I annoying. I hate that. I hate 
when you're crouched and they're just beating on you and the game is like, you can press L1 to run away. And it's like, I know, I'm aware. Thank you very much. It's like, yeah, okay, so let's let's go, Joel. Come on, you can't just sit here and like hide and hope that that like I can't see them, they can't see me. That's not how it works. <laughs> no, not with the runners. So let me give you my breakdown here and maybe you can weigh in on your your tier ranking of uh of enemies. Um the to me the the most annoying one, the one I hate the most is for certain the bloater. One nasty you nasty it's disgusting i hate looking at it i hate encountering it i hate the projectile spores they're very annoying because even from a distance they can hurt you which is usually like listen i play a ranger in dungeons and dragons whenever i play any game i like to try to do a ranged attack so i don't have to get all up and close and personal with these things i don't like when they also have ranged attacks (laughs) (laughs) uh-huh so they're my number one. Uh, number two, I have the runners because they can see me and yeah. I don't like it. And I don't, I, all, I especially don't like when they literally run at you. Um, and I also, uh, that I feel like we've both run into this a lot. We're like, even one is just, they're just like standing around. Right. And they'll just be like crying or like saying things. Yeah, the way that they talk, they're they're like wailing. They're un- you can tell that they're like uncomfortable and in pain, and it's not a good time. It's sad and it's weird, and I hate it. Um, so they're number two, and I personally think clickers are the best because I if I can sneak around them, I'm I'm happy. I'm so happy. I will just yeah. I'll get down. I'll do my little sneaking around the corners and I'm, I'm thrilled. And also I, I find it very satisfying to shiv them. So I think that like, that is where I end up on my tier ranking and we'll see if we get any different types of infected from these three. But what do you think? Where would you land on, on the three of them? Yeah, I think I agree with that. And I think I would put uh like, human enemies like cops above clickers too oh my and God. probably also above, above runners, runners because they're so they're very aware and they will chase you in a like meticulous fashion not in a just deranged running motion and they have guns and yes. i don't like it yeah no yes. you're right it, it goes bloated bloaters cops uh runners clickers i think i think you're yes. right and oh no, you yeah. reminded me because we didn't run into any cops so now no, you're reminding well, me because they they're exist. not really we're like too far out in the boonies, I feel like, for them to be where we are now. Is it too much to ask for us to just stay in the boonies so I don't have to deal with the cops <laughs> again? Because I really don't like them. <laughs> Listen, there's sunlight out here. There's no cops. What do we got to complain about? It's beautiful. There's nature. We got little gnomes. We got plenty of looking for stuff. Who needs to go back to civilization? Not me. Nope. Um, but this is where uh, we have infinite off. resources, it would seem, in finding parts for guns and things. So that that was that reminds me, that was like my one major question with this uh with the episode of TV was where is all this food coming from for 20 years? Because it doesn't seem like they have a garden until Frank plants some strawberries. I and think like, he... yes, you could hunt meat. But they're eating, like, beautifully plated meals of, like, steak and salad every day and, like, all these nice things. I uh, think the the garden, I think the garden existed prior to to Frank. I think he just didn't grow strawberries prior to mm-hmm. Frank is the, the kind of the, the what I got from it. But you're right. I, I was a little bit questioning. I'm like, how is he killing? Uh, where is he getting the meat from? Where is he getting all these resources? Right? Like, he has, like 
beautiful carrots and salad and beets and like all these like veggies. I'm like, where where are you getting all of this? And it's it, you're right, it's like it's plated so nicely. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, I do think Bill in the in the game is a little bit more uh, rough, it, not just in terms of personality, but in terms of appearance as well. He doesn't get as cleaned up as he is when Frank arrives because Frank straight up says like Mike you need a shower friend like yeah. you stink go clean yourself before we seal the deal yeah uh yep before they get in bed together we all died uh, I was so happy I, I so saw happy. a really funny meme yesterday that I shared in the discord that was like when you watch episode three of the last of us and then you go check out the game and there's no gay sex <laughs> disappointing right uh-huh. <laughs> but uh-huh. i do like in the game it was very obvious that to me that frank and um and bill were partners and you'll you'll get more of this uh when you play further because this is where you stopped was after we climb out of like the yeah, window i got out the of the bleachers. gym and i was like okay i'm done yeah <laughs> i'm good I didn't play that much longer than you did because where I knew, uh, because I knew in the show, we stopped when they got a truck. So I was like, uh-huh. well, I'll play until they get the truck and then I will when stop. Finished the bill section, essentially, because exactly. obviously the show has finished the bill section. Yeah. So I'll be curious to hear your thoughts next week because you, you'll get much more um, like story stuff in this little section that you haven't played yet. Yeah. Um, much more than, uh, oh, we're going to go kill more runners and clickers and run into nasty ass bloaters. Um, so you'll get into that a little bit more for, uh, for next week. Yeah. Cause since I had to play so early, the episode wasn't out yet and people were just kind of guessing, uh, and almost had me stop before the high school. Uh, cause they were like, well, if there's going to be like flashback in this episode, then maybe we don't even get this far. Yeah. But it was um, a long, it kind was of a long like, episode too. It was a long episode, but it was like a whole parallel universe episode. So everything involving Bill in the game, uh, was sort of, uh, replaced with this story of Bill's right. life with Frank. So I got to finish up the Bill stuff uh, yeah. for the start before I start whatever will be next week's adventure. Yeah. And I honestly can't wait because I feel like we both will agree. Tentacle face is like the worst on the show. That feels like the worst, but like <laughs> the bloaters are going to be really gross on the show when they eventually come up. Cause they can't not come up. Like they're going to have to come up. I don't yeah. know when, because obviously we encountered them with bill, but we yeah, know that was a very happen. specific encounter. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't really know when we're going to experience bloaters on the show being that they already have the truck um, and they're getting out of Dodge. So we must just experience them later. I mean, I'm assuming the difficulty level probably ramps up. So this isn't the only bloater we're ever going to experience. Like we're probably going to get a whole horde where like there's at least one or two bloaters in them. Yeah, I would guess. Yeah, based on general video game structure, that seems likely to me. Um mm. It does feel like we're able to to stealth a little more than we used to be able to. So that's helpful to me for how I tend to play these games. Um, it seems like the bloater can tell where you are, though, and can like, it seems like it can see you even though clickers can't see you and it's post clicker. 
mm-hmm. but it sure seems to be uh, approaching with intention in your direction before you even make any noise. So I don't uh, fully know the mechanics there, but I don't like them. No, maybe it has like spore sense where it has like uh like mushroom like- echolocation. Yes. <laughs> oh maybe maybe you know how they throw those spore bombs at you maybe those can sense things like they release the toxins and the toxins like and they're like there's hey there's a living thing over here exactly maybe it's, yeah you never know but it Mushrooms seems to always be throwing it at me already that's fair it tends to know where we are i don't know i just know i hate the bloaters and i'm not looking forward to encountering them again but i'm so hoping gross. i'll have enough molotov cocktails that it'll be fine um, but yeah, I am at the point, I'm definitely at the point where I'm finding that I'm getting my groove in terms of mechanics and, and the buttons themselves, learning the buttons. I think it's tricky for the both of us considering we both tend to play. I played this in two different sittings this week, um, because it was a lot more content than we usually do. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you only play once a week for like an hour and a half, it's hard to learn the buttons. Yeah, it's now been like 10 days since the last time I played. And I'm not playing time. till Monday. So uh <laughs> it's gonna be an interest. I think it'll be all right. L1 is run, R3 is the flashlight. What else do you need to know? Not That's a all whole you lot. need. That's all you need. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm finding it easier to navigate at the very least. Uh and I'm maybe getting better at shooting. Um, time will tell, I suppose. Um, but I mean, we'll see. Uh where I left off, we're at a very specific you're gonna you're gonna adventure through a little bit more, but we're on getting out of dodge where I left off. Mm-hmm. So I got that sense from the from the show, given that they are now in the truck, which was the goal of coming to see Bill in the first place. So yeah. we will be heading west uh, come next week. Yeah. And I can't wait because there is a scene that you haven't seen yet, like a cut scene that is very funny. And um, for anybody out there, I know there is like a very small contingent of the like, oh, they ruined Bill because now he's gay and this sucks. And like, honestly, like get bent if that's how you feel. Um, but in the game, they make it extremely explicit that Bill and Frank like we're partners they were lovers they were together uh and there's a very very funny scene so i'm really excited for you to get to that point oh i can't wait it's gonna be great but that's what i say like it's not it it is not like um it is not like the i don't know how else to like uh what to equate it to but like these stranger things let's imply someone is gay but not actually say it it is not that um, which I was very happy to see because I wasn't sure after having watched the show how how the game was going to be if it was going to be explicit. Um, so I can't wait for you to get to that point because I very much yeah. enjoyed it. It's going to be a good time. I'm excited. Uh, I'm I am having fun. Like I'm looking forward to playing the game next week. Um, like I can't wait to get to that point. Uh, well, to like get to Monday so that I can play. Uh, just because people are having fun watching me be bad at it um but i'm having fun being bad at it also totally fine um we're having a great time over at twitch.tv slash hard rock hope if you want to come join us for mushroom mondays at 5 p.m eastern time we will be back to our regularly scheduled programming this week um and that's uh that's what's up and you can catch me at hard rock hope on twit on twitter twitch and twitter um mostly just talking about the last of us a lot (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what's going on in the world these days. 
<laughs> yeah, I agree. I do look forward to watching the show and then playing every week. Like every Monday, I'm like waiting to get out of work so I can go play a little bit of The Last of Us so that I can play what I experienced watching on Sunday nights. Uh, and I'm I'm enjoying the fact that we're doing this differently. I think it makes it interesting, especially with the the bill of it all and and mm-hmm. how we you know our different thoughts on his character. Um, but yeah, if you want to check out more than I am doing, uh, you can catch me on Twitter at the Jeff Sterling. Uh, we're finishing up coverage of National Treasure Edge of History uh, with Marissa. That is coming up next week. And community building. We are in like the heyday of season five. It is so wonderful. Um, that is with Josh Wiggler. Check that out. And of course, we we did talk a little bit about Pedro Pascal in that podcast because he did a table read with the cast of Community back in 2020 of the episode that we covered this week, which was kind of a fun little crossover because at the time he was like very well known as like the Mandalorian guy. You know, this is the mm-hmm. Mandalorian guy. And I'm like, that's Joel <laughs> in my head. Now that's Joel. Now um, that's Joel. Mm-hmm. So go check out all of that and more. Oh, and I, I guessed it on Poker Face, which if you don't, if you're not watching that show on Peacock, I know it's weird that it's on Peacock, but go check it out because Natasha Leone is like honestly a legend. She's so funny. Um, but yeah, uh, that's where you can uh, that's where you can find me. Yeah. Uh, also, if you're watching Peacock, if you have Peacock, go watch The Traders. Uh, I'm just gonna plug that one more time before its uh, heyday is over. But there mm. is a reunion show coming up soon, so that's exciting. Um, but I did a roundtable panel on RHAP a couple weeks ago, covering all of the traders. Really, really fun. If you're into mafia or the mole or any of those kinds of games and shows, uh, and some familiar faces from Survivor and Big Brother there as well. Um, it's a blast you can watch it in one or two sittings you don't have to super pay attention to it and i promise you that it will be a satisfying experience that's all i'm gonna say about about that on peacock okay uh with all of that said uh, i think that is it for us this week we will be back next week to uh head west and see what's going on in the outside world of the last of us Until then, uh, stay away from bloaters. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.